Welcome to my podcast. I'm Reagan Beshera, founder of Ollie's Accounting, a bookkeeping and payroll services firm based in the United States. I have almost a decade of small business accounting expertise to share with my clients and the business community at large. I want to help you define your beliefs and values, create better procedures in line with those values, and realize your financial agency and independence as a small business owner. Whether you've got a side hustle or a fully-fledged business with a team of employees, we all share the same struggles against our limiting beliefs. Let's overcome those together by imagining new ways of doing business. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Money Through Ease. I am talking to you today about what it means to be a sole proprietor or a sole member LLC. I have a new microphone, and I'm so excited to be recording on it. Um, I think it sounds better than the old one that I had, which I believe was a $10 microphone from Amazon, and now this is a $50 one from Amazon. So let me know if you hear any difference, and if it sounds better to you. Um, I'd love to hear that feedback, because I like to know that the things that I spend money on are actually providing me the value that I want. So today I'm going to be talking to you about uh, being a business owner who is a sole proprietor or a single member LLC and what equity means and how to pay yourself as a sole proprietor or single member LLC. So Most of my clients are sole proprietors or single member LLCs. I'm gonna teach you what that means today. And of course, how to pay yourself because that's one of the most frequently asked questions I receive. How do I pay myself as the business owner since I'm not on payroll? And I want you to know that I'm speaking very generally about these topics and or about these concepts. And the content of this podcast is always meant to provide general information. It's not a substitute for financial, legal, or tax advice. So please consult with your tax preparer about your business. Just have to get that out of the way. <laughs> um, but I have been um, a tax preparer for many years. I used to do um, assisting with preparing tax returns, but I decided that that's not what I wanted to do in my business. I solely wanted to be a bookkeeper and payroll service provider. So I can talk about generally what it means to be a business owner um, and how that affects your filing for taxes in the United States, but I don't prepare returns for people anymore. So today our topic is about sole proprietors. So this can mean a couple of things. It means that you're either a sole member LLC or you don't even have an LLC set up, but you might have um, a tax ID number for your business. Either way, you're filing um, your business income or net profit or net loss on your personal tax return. So it's not an S-corp and an S-corp is an entity that you choose to be taxed as if you want to. Um, And there's a couple of requirements that you have to meet in order to make that election. It's also not a partnership. So we're just talking about a business that has one person as the owner. And so when you're the owner of a business, you start by putting in money, time, 
resources that you already have, and you put in your effort to create revenue. It's either to create a product or to provide a service or a combination of those things. Um, and it, as a sole proprietor, you can have employees that you pay on payroll where you withhold taxes from them. You can also have people that are contract laborers, independent contractors, which would be someone who receives a 1099. You can also have people that um, you pay for professional services. So this could be like your accountant or tax preparer, a lawyer, a marketing consultant, a business coach, etc. So any type of pro professional services that you pay to somebody else as a business owner. So that's kind of like an overview of who is a sole proprietor? Anybody that meets those qualifications. It's a single person who's the owner of a business. They're not taxed as an S-corp. They don't have any other partners in the business. It's just one person. So I also want to talk about equity. And equity is a term that can mean a lot of different things, but in the context of filing your taxes and being a business owner, and we're talking about financial statements, equity is one thing. It's one definition. And so I'm going to tell you what it is and also what it isn't. So equity is capital that you put into the business. This can be money, time, and we've talked about that on previous podcasts. Um, it's actual cash that you put into the business. It could be um, a credit card that you is your personal credit card, but you use it to buy business you know, assets or you pay business expenses on it. That's personal equity that you're putting into the business. Of course, it's time. It's the time that you spend working on a product or providing a service. It's resources that you already have. So if you already had like a PC desktop computer and you started a business and you were using that computer, like that's your personal resource that you already owned that is now being used for business. And it's also your own labor. So in addition to time, it's the work that you put into creating a product providing a service. And so that's kind of what's referred to as sweat equity, quote unquote. Um, so that's what equity is. And then it also goes on the balance sheet, which I've talked about the different kinds of financial reports before. And if you'll recall, the balance sheet has like your assets, which would be cash balances in your bank accounts. It could be equipment assets. So like tangible things that are for used for the business. And then uh, also on the balance sheet is liability. So that would be your loans, credit card balances, um, payroll and sales tax liabilities. That's all in the balance sheet and also equity. So equity is measuring what has been added to the business by the owner. And I'm talking about just one owner because we're talking about sole proprietors, single member LLCs today. So measure, equity measures what's been added to the business by that owner. And it's also measuring what gets withdrawn from the business by the owner. We'll talk about that a little bit later. What equity isn't? Equity is not taxable. So the money you put into your business from your personal funds is not taxable. It is not counted as income. It's not business revenue. It's your personal funds that you put into the business when the business has expenses and needs that's coming from you, the business owner. It's not income and you don't claim it as income on your taxes. Equity is also not an expense. It's not your payroll. So I'll see like sole proprietors say, oh, like 
I have to have my payroll because I have like my mortgage to pay and my car note, blah, blah, blah. I don't want you to think of your equity as a business owner, what you draw from the business as payroll because it's not. And we want to distinguish payroll from owner's draws. So equity is not an expense. It's an owner's draw. This is what the owner draws from their own equity in the business. So if you think about it, this is really just the way that money is flowing through your business. And that's how your personal money flows through the business. So equity moves in. Money comes into the business from your personal funds. That's equity. Money also flows out. That's your owner's draw. So it's just flowing through your business. It's not affecting your business revenue or expenses. When you take an owner's draw, that's not an expense. You will not see owner's draws on the profit and loss. Owner's draws go on the balance sheet. So you cannot deduct your owner's draws as an expense on your taxes. It's not deductible because it's equity. Equity flows in and out of your business. It does not affect the P&L. It does not affect your income or expenses. So you can take owner's draws and that's how most people do it when they're a sole proprietor. This is how the IRS expects you to take um, pay. That's how the IRS expects you to pay yourself out of your business when you're a sole proprietor. So they usually take draws. It's not included on your taxes. Instead, what you're going to do is you pay estimated payments quarterly. So on your individual tax return, you're reporting the net profit, so revenue minus expenses, as your income. That's your personal income because you're the business owner. That's reported on your taxes. You don't have tax withheld from your draws. So an owner can set themselves up on payroll. And this is why I want you to distinguish owner's draws and payroll because you can take a salary from the business. This is not like recommended generally, but some people do it. Um, they're the owner. They're not an S corp. They're just a sole proprietor and they still pay themselves a salary. So this is different from equity. When you pay yourself a salary, you're actually withholding payroll taxes. That's federal income tax, social security, Medicare, state income tax, etc. So the business owner, if they're paying themselves a salary and they're withholding taxes, they receive a W-2 from their own business every year as if they were an employee. And in this case, when the owner is paying themselves a salary and withholding taxes, that is an expense to the business. So the owner receives a W-2 for their salary, but here's the thing that most people forget. They have to claim not only the W-2 on their personal taxes, but then they also still have to claim the net profit from their business as their income. So I see a lot of people saying online that like, oh, if you're an S-Corp, you pay yourself a salary and then you can deduct your pay. True, that is correct, but you're also still claiming that salary on your personal business, on your personal uh, tax return. So when people say, oh, you need to be doing the S-Corp election versus just being a single member LLC or a sole proprietorship. I'm really not going to elaborate much on this today because there's a lot of advice on the internet and I want you to talk with your tax preparer about the right time to make the election to be taxed as an S-Corp. And really the test to determine whether you need to be taxed as an S-Corp is, is your business profitable enough and can you afford to pay yourself, the owner, a salary? And the IRS does have guidelines about 
S-Corp owners, um, someone who has a share in an S-Corp, um, paying themselves a salary. And so it really needs to be a salary commensurate with the industry standards. So let's imagine that you're an S-Corp and you have some, you want to hire somebody to be a manager who's not an owner, who's not going to be an owner. They're going to pay a salary. So there's industry standards for that position, right? Like there's a market in the uh, economy for labor. So depending on that position, how many people they're going to be managing, what's their level of education and experience, what are the work requirements that you have for that position, whatever that entails and whatever salary is commensurate with those, um, uh, you know, whatever salary is commensurate with those le that level of expectation for that position. As the business owner, if you're an S-Corp member, you're going to pay yourself a salary that is on the same level as somebody that you would hire to be in that position. So unless you can truly afford to pay yourself an $80,000 annual salary because you're managing the business, um, just because you're the owner doesn't mean you, you should pay yourself less. The IRS says that you need to be paying yourself that salary that's you know on par with the industry standards for a position like that. So unless you're like profitable enough and you can afford to pay yourself that salary, you really don't need to be taxed as an S-Corp. You can just be a sole proprietor, single member LLC that takes owner's draws. And so most, most sole proprietors don't meet those requirements in their first couple of years. So I just wanted to mention that without going into too much detail about it, that like when people say, oh, just tax yourself as an S-Corp and then you won't owe as many taxes. And that's just really not good advice. <laughs> there are um, requirements and expectations that you need to actually meet in order to be taxed as an S-Corp. So... Getting that out of the way, let's go back to talking about sole member LLCs, sole proprietors, and how to calculate your owner's draw. So when you take an owner's draw as the business owner, this can be based on whatever calculation you want, but also what works for your business and for your personal expenses. So when you're considering, how am I going to calculate how much money I need to take home to pay like my personal bills? You need to consider what those personal expenses are. You want to know, like, what's my desired take-home pay? And probably everybody already has this number in mind whenever I ask that question. And so let's go with that. Let's take that number and say, okay, I want to be able to take home that much money, whether it's per month, per year, whatever the time period. <clears throat> and so you're going to start with what you want to take home, and then you're going to kind of work backwards from that. Can the business afford to lose that money out of the accounts um, every month or every year and still the business pays all of its expenses like rent, payroll for your other employees, you know, subscriptions, software expenses, cost of goods, etc. Can the business afford to pay you, the owner, whatever you want to take home, and then also meet all of its other expenses. So you have to consider, of course, you're the owner and you're a business to make money. What are your personal needs, personal financial needs? But then also consider the business cash flow. So you can take any amount of money out of your business at any time. There's no rules about 
taking too much drawing out, but like if you've only got $1,000 in your bank account and you're like, well, my owner's draw is supposed to be $2,000, like that's just not even possible. You can't like overdraw your account because you're like, well, I'm going to take this owner's draw. Um, so you have to consider your personal needs, but also the business cash flow. And I talked about like needing to pay your business expenses, employees, supplies, etc. You also want to retain funds in your business for unexpected things, um, repairs that need to be made that are unexpected, um, you know, having to hire more help because you simply have to meet uh, a certain output goal for a product that you're making. You know, consider like what would you want the minimum cash asset balance to be in your business at any time so that when things do come up, you're prepared for those. You also want to have a business savings for taxes. So even though you're the sole proprietor, you're the owner, and the business isn't paying taxes itself, like you are going to have to pay taxes based on your net profit, right? So you want to do have a business savings for taxes. There's ways that you can calculate that that I'm not going to go into right now, but that's just one of the things that you need to consider for your business cash flow is, yep, I'm going to have to pay taxes either making estimated payments quarterly or every year when you file your personal tax return, you may owe. And then there's also things like the loan payments for the business. If you have business loans, lines of credit, credit card balances, etc., like that's affecting your business cash flow. And then of course, reinvesting funds into your business by acquiring more assets like equipment, hiring employees, hiring business consultants that are helping you like level up to the next stage of revenue for your business. Um, all those things, it's like you want to retain funds in the business that are actively being reinvested um, so that you can grow. So when you want to take an owner's draw, you calculate what are my personal expenses that I have to pay? And so what's my take-home pay that I want? And then also consider all that business cash flow that I just talked about. And then you could also consider um, calculating a percentage of your net profit. So you can do this monthly or quarterly. You can look at your profit and loss each month, determine your net profit, and take a percentage of that and decide ahead of time what percentage you want to take. Or it could be quarterly. So you might want to do it more frequently or less frequently. It kind of depends on what your personal needs are. So the drawback to looking at just your net profit is that on your profit and loss statement, your net profit does not take into consideration loan payments that you have, debt that doesn't show up on that P&L. So just calculating the percentage of your net profit doesn't uh, take into consideration the actual cash flow of the business. And that's why I talked about difference between profit and loss statement and cash flow on a previous podcast. And so a draw could be a percentage or it could just be a recurring amount that you actually budget into your business finances every month or quarter. So like I said before, you know, you want to take into consideration what pay you want to take out of the business as like your personal draw. And then you can come up with a recurring amount for that and just work that into your budget. Just say like every month I'm going to be drawing this much from my business, so I need to be prepared for that. And so when, you're, when you do this calculation, you might realize that, oh, I need to be making more money if I want to take home this draw on a regular basis. And so if you want to make more money, you need to be charging more. Inflation 
2022 especially, has caused most goods and services to become more expensive. I think we all recall the summer of 2022, this year, where gas was like insane and I just couldn't be bothered to get in my car to go anywhere and do anything. It was so expensive. And it costs you more to do business now, right? So you need to raise your prices as well, increase your cash flow. You're in business to make money. I mean, that's the bottom line of it, right? You're creating value in other ways. Um, you could be helping your community. You could be providing a product that people desire. You're creating a result that takes people away from pain and towards pleasure or towards what they truly want. So that's, you know, you're creating value, but you have to make money to support yourself too, right? Unless you've got like other investments or resources that sustain your life, like your housing, food, healthcare, safety, unless you have other investments, unless you're uh, partnered with somebody that is supporting you financially, like you need to make money to support yourself. So scaling a business comes first from having a sustainable business. You have to get to the point where you're sustainable and that you can uh, take care of yourself personally, but the business is also sustainable to like make enough money to pay for the business expenses as well as your owner's take-home draw. Once you have the income that you need to support yourself personally and to sustain the business, then you can start offering free services, resources, lowering your prices, and you can kind of play with that. But in the beginning, like scaling has to come from a business that's already sustainable. And that means raising your prices. So just to recap this entire episode, we talked about what is the sole proprietor? That's someone who has a single member LLC. They're the only person. Uh, they can have employees, um, people on payroll, they can have contract laborers, or they can pay for professional services. And we're not talking about S-Corps or partnerships today. So this is just somebody that is a single business owner. And sole proprietors are still personally liable for their business, and that's business debts, assets, etc. We talked about what is and isn't equity. So equity is capital and resources that you put into your business. It's capital or money that you draw from the business. So that's your owner's draw. And equity is not taxable, so it's not income or revenue for the business, and it's also not an expense that you can deduct for tax purposes. And then we talked about how do sole proprietors pay themselves? So they take owner's draws. And you can be on a salary. You can pay yourself a salary, withhold taxes, and that's the way that you pay into your taxes each year. But otherwise... Sole proprietors make estimated payments quarterly towards their personal taxes. So, so I'm just giving a general overview, and it feels like a lot, but I mean, that really is truly the nuts and bolts of like owning a business is like considering what that means for you uh, legally and um, how that affects your taxes. Since that's the questions that I get most often, I really wanted to commit a whole episode to that. And I just gave you a general overview. And that's really all we're going to cover today. Hope you found this helpful. And I would like to invite you to visit my Instagram account and leave me a comment with your thoughts. So as a reminder, that's at all ease accounting on Instagram. And this podcast episode is going to be released just before New Year's. And so I know a lot of folks are probably thinking about what goals they want to set in their business for 2023 and they want to work on creating new systems for their finances that actually serve them and reduce their overwhelm as a business owner. 
So if that's you, I encourage you to get on a consult call with me to explore how I can help you reach those goals and create procedures that serve your needs. So to get on a consult call with me, you can head to alleaseaccounting.as.me forward slash consult to check out my calendar. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. If you're enjoying what you're learning on this podcast, please consider supporting me through a subscription on anchor.fm. Any donation amount is welcome, or you can simply share it with someone you know. You can also follow me on Instagram at alleaseaccounting and sign up for my email list at alleaseaccounting.com forward slash subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thank you.